his good technique, he will be elite. If his technique becomes great, not just good, then he's a Hall of Famer. Fighting through contact, fighting through offensive line, being a double team, multiple moves stacked into one, just a play of pure domination. This is actual film, this is actual football talk. It's a football show, it's a football, football, not storylines. And you are listening to another edition of Blue It's Blitz. Uh, today, I'm going to be auditing, uh, audibling a little bit. Um, was going to be doing a episode with Marcus Coleman on uh, Corey Davis. I'm still going to be doing that, but that's going to be the next episode, not this episode. This episode, we're going to be covering the other Davis that the Jets signed in Gerard Davis, the 26-year-old uh, linebacker, uh, 6'1", 225 pounds, um, one-year contract. I believe it's 5.5 base up to $7 million um, with some incentives tied into that contract. So um, a relatively big contract, especially when, you know, when you're looking at some of the other linebackers who were signed for uh, actually a little bit less who I might've liked a little bit more um, in guys like Jayon Brown and uh, Nicholas Morrow. So, you know, the, the jets and with Ulbrich and with solid being big linebackers guy, like that's where they made um, their hay uh, I had to trust them with, with Davis and I have to kind of look into what they were saying in terms of um, him being used wrong with the Lions. And I think that stems from him um, having to read and react a little bit more. They, they ran more of a 3-4 system and obviously it's hybrid, especially coming from Patricia, who is a Bill Belichick disciple, but it was more of reading and reacting um, for Davis in, instead of just shooting um, a gap. And for the Jets, I, I think he will be um, more of a strong side guy. I think he could play Will too. Will, you have to you have to be a little bit more patient in terms of like backside cuts and things like that. So you do have to be relatively patient, but you think a little bit less or a lot of it less as a Will than you do as a Mike. So I think he could play Will. He does have the speed, but I, I think primarily he'll be a blitzer. Um, he could play man coverage. Um, he actually plays the Tampa role pretty well in Tampa too, um, which is a little bit more it's more of a difficult coverage if you can't move, but the reads are simplified a little bit more. Like you're always going to open up to the strength of, of the offense 99% of the time. So I think you could do that. I think some um, more shallow zones, you know, he's capable to do that. I would rather have him in Tampa or um, maybe towards the sideline, a little bit less going on around him or in man coverage straight up on guys. Uh, there are some times in coverage, which we'll go over, um, which I do not like him. Hold on. All right. Sorry. I had to answer a text. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll go over the strengths and weaknesses um, in, in a little bit once we officially start the review. But I, I do see what they're seeing in terms of how they could be using him. Um, but with that, I, I, it's more of like a C plus B minus type of signing for me. Um, a guy in Fant last year, I remember, was highly criticized uh, as a signing by Joe Douglas, um, and. Looking at his film, I saw, obviously, what I saw, uh, if you guys watched that episode, uh, people were hammering him, and I said, okay, really bad. And, you know, the end of 2018, um, 20, the middle of 2019, um, he obviously, um, in my opinion, starts to step up a little bit. And then in, by the end of 2019, uh, he was really playing pretty well. So I was pretty excited about the signing. I thought he fit the offense pretty well. And then he turned into, a, uh, you know, a, a decent tackle for the Jets, maybe a little bit below average. But... Um, with the Davis signing, I don't say I have as much faith as I do in, in Fant. I thought that's what was, what was going to happen. First signing, you know, Douglas is a 
Douglas is the o, the O line guy. Like he knows these guys better than the, than the fans do. So, um, and I like that signing. So I assumed, okay, well now you got Salah and Ulbrich, and they know the linebackers better than these fans do. And I thought I didn't have the same reaction. I did to a certain extent. Like I like some things that Davis can do, but I, I'm not as confident in Davis working out as I am as as fans. I think Davis could work out. I don't think it's a complete bust of a signing, but I just there, there are definitely questions. Um, and when I'm recording this on uh, Wednesday, uh, obviously just to do the housekeeping, leave a review, it helps us out. Uh, subscribe to Jets X Factor. The first month is free. Try the, the off-season tool. Um, and just to preview some things coming up again, uh, the Corey Davis show, I'll probably do like 25 to 30 plays with Marcus Coleman. Uh, and then after that, I'll do the remaining like 20, 25 plays uh, on, my, on my own. Um, and then after that, we're going to do rankings. And then after that, I'm probably going to end up doing joiner. Uh, just based on how it works, uh, I'm going to get Marcus Cole back on for the for the uh, Keenan Cole show. So it's probably going to be um, Corey Davis, Sheldon Rankins, and then uh, Lamarcus Joiner. Oh, I want da- I want him for Joiner though too because he's a DB. I'll figure that out. It's going to be either Joiner or Cole, whatever. Um, and another pre- another thing coming up too is uh, <clears throat> if you like if you enjoy the live streams, which uh, I know people do, and we appreciate the support on those. Uh, you can call in a call numbers there. Um, we'll be doing that on Monday, this upcoming Monday. It's the first Monday of every month. We've been moving around a little bit. I apologize for that, but a uh, new house and uh, things obviously happen. Um, so I've been quite busy, but I'm going to try to stay more consistent with that. And then after that, sometime in May, after the draft, I'll be doing a, a off-season roundup with uh, Nania and Sabo on this same platform uh, where we'll do a live stream. You guys can uh, chat with us and all that stuff. So watch out for the live stream upcoming. That's probably the next thing. Um, now to go into some other things that the jets have done, which has not been much. Um, Oh yeah. That's another thing I want to do too. Cause of the pro days, the pro days, uh, with Wilson, with fields, I feel like there's been a lot of, um, how do I word this? A lot of misconceptions by people. Um, and I'm not trying to kill anybody. Like I, I appreciate people trying to do their own work, but people either watch like YouTube highlights or they even if they watch a little bit of film, they put some stuff out there. That's I, I and I could be wrong too. Um, believe who you want, do your own research and, and, and trust who you want to in terms of film breakdowns. Um, whether that be from jet X or whoever else, you know, out there. Um, but there's some things I definitely don't agree with. So I'm going to be putting out a Wilson and a field show before the draft, uh, probably about a week before the draft, I'll do a Wilson show, then a field show. Um, I have over a hundred plays on both guys. I plan on doing the 30 play show on each of them before the draft, whoever they draft after the fact I will finish up those other hundred plays or so. Um, but I do want to give you kind of my opinions and I think 30 plays covers a decent amount enough, uh, or a decent amount about the guys where you get a kind of, of a general feel, which even with that though, saying that I think the first 30 plays of the Wilson review will be a little bit more unfair to his overall view, um, or a little bit more like tainted because those first 30 plays are of his 2019 um, film, which I, again, will talk about, but I, I think he was, he was overlooked in, in 2019. He, did, he still did some impressive, uh, impressive things to me in terms of, you know, what things we'll talk about. Um, so, and, and, and fields in the beginning of the review, I feel like a lot of open touchdowns, a lot of, uh, a lot of good things. Um, so don't be tainted by the, the Wilson review. Um, there are some bad plays in there and they definitely do, uh, simmer down as, as the review goes on. So once you get to 2020, he lights it up, obviously like 33 touchdowns, three picks, but, uh, my problem with a lot of the analysis is one, 
it's not back, uh, it's not backed up by film study. Um, and even if you are, there are some guys doing film study out there who don't really know what they're watching and kind of just, um, throw out not necessarily laziness, but things that are not necessarily, uh, correct. And then there's the people who obviously the first thing they, they talk about, um, when they talk about traits is like, Oh, I like, I like, it's not even in the arm. It's not even like, I shouldn't even say that. It's more of, Oh, well, Wilson had these stats. Wilson played against these schools. Wilson had these guys on his team fields had, had this had played good against Clemson. I like his grit. I like his toughness. I like his 40 time. Like it's a lot of, it's a lot of like really baseline level stuff in terms of playing about quarterbacks. Like how is the anticipation? Um, how are the mechanics? Uh, how is the, the pre to post snap reads? Like how are a lot of these things, the things that are actually important 40 times aren't important. Uh, pro days really aren't important. Uh, it's pro days are more important for like medical checks and things like that. But in terms of like, Oh my God, this guy threw across his body. Like, we saw all that stuff on film. So it doesn't really, it doesn't really matter. So people are really uh, going kind of buck wild this last couple of weeks. So I do want to, um, you know, put out a, a film, show up both those guys before the, before the draft. I didn't do anything on Lance. I really doubt Lance will be the pick for the jets. I think Lance has an extremely high ceiling. Um, I just don't think he'll be the number two overall pick. He might be the number three overall pick. It's going to be interesting. Uh, seems like a lot of people are talking about that pick. Obviously with the 49ers training up, you've literally heard it first. Oh, it's all about Lance. And it was all about Mac Jones. Now, maybe it's Justin Fields. You know, if I, if I was them, I would, I would, I would take Fields. Um, but again, that's without watching Lance or Jones. So that's kind of a stupid take to even say, uh, to be completely honest, I'll call myself out. I don't care. So moving on from that though, again, wrap up, uh, of the upcoming, the, the, the this next Monday or, uh, this, this Monday coming up is the live stream with myself and Kyle Smith, uh, take the, take calls, uh, we will take, uh, or maybe some calls. We'll, we'll see how that goes depending on how, uh, how maybe, maybe we'll take calls and maybe we'll do a, uh, a quick, uh, mock draft at the end, because that's probably like the last live stream we do before the draft. Um, take the comments. And obviously there's always, you know, people complain last time about not getting to all the comments. One, we're talking about a lot of things and two, uh, not to be whatever, but there's that super chat there. If you want to get any question answered and, and tended to immediately, the super chat is there for that. But Getting into Davis, um, the strengths and weaknesses. Again, I'm, I'm putting out these reviews relatively quickly just based on my schedule. Um, so some of these strengths and weaknesses are definitely strengths and weaknesses. So if I repeat myself um, in one of the strengths or weaknesses, just just disregard that. Um, because again, I, I haven't really gone through it where I've been like, oh, did I repeat this twice? But this is stuff I just type out when I'm watching this film. Um, I watched his 2020 season week one, two, three, four, six, seven, eight, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, which I think is just all the games he played, um, in this season, um, strengths, size, uh, strength, overall blitzing ability, athleticism brings the thump hits hard, which is the same thing. Uh, quick to engage offensive lineman. He, he brings the, uh, the power in his hands, power in his legs. He's aggressive as hell, fluid athlete, lateral agility, um, acceleration, sideline to sideline speed, uh, fast exit angles, can play man coverage, attacks offensive linemen with good hand placement, tight elbows and timing, loose hips for size, flexibility, uh, works past partial blocks, easy, um, closing speed, quick to shed, uh, for the most part, effort is top notch, looks to knock ball, uh, out, 
plays is good leverage, power through contact. And I said man coverage already, but I repeated that um, in my little wrap up here. Uh, weaknesses, I, I think there's a, a more extensive list for weaknesses. Again, I, I feel like he's a relatively like raw player when you're looking at him. So I, I feel like that's why the Jets do have to simplify his role um, overall. But weaknesses, uh, over-aggressive shoots backside too often instead of, uh, instead of staying over top on the run, uncomfortable in coverage-ish. Uh, lacks pace, uh, patience, gets distracted by contact, uh, takes him a second to diagnose, not always disciplined on the backside, uh, has to position himself better in man coverage, pre-snap versus traffic, uh, too quick to pressure instead of staying over top, um, can go caught staring back at quarterback in coverage, um, which I put, it's not too bad, it's not awful, but there are examples of it. Uh, needs to stack more high variance player, uh, really good play followed by really bad play type deal. Uh, needs to break down more before tackles, can get sucked up by play action. Mixed misdirection hurts him. Uh, delayed click and close at times. Uh, some hesitation on pulling trigger, which is pretty much the same thing on delayed click and close. Um, after he gets sucked up by play action, he fails to get depth consistently, so he kind of just stays where he's at. Um, I stare back at quarterback too often to that already. Uh, lets people in zone without closing distance. Um, leaves feet for some tackles he doesn't need to. Can get distracted by contact. I already said that again. So, um, okay. Sorry, sorry for the the uh, the attention to the phone, but um, apparently my niece wants to drive up outside after they're going to Dunkin' Donuts. So I gotta run outside to see my niece once she pulls up. So I'm gonna pause it in a couple of minutes whenever she's here. Uh, can't deny a three year old who wants to see her her uncle. You know, um, I like you guys, but I don't like you guys that much. So, <clears throat> um, getting into the Davis film again, forty three plays. Of him, again, high variance, uh, the first play that I have. And let me – I always forget how to organize the windows until I start freaking doing it. And then I'm like, oh, this is how you need to do it because it's just – there's a lot of work behind this. Uh, okay. Let's see if this works. Hopefully it does. I'm, I might have screwed it up. But by the way, this is like my my – workout slash office um so hopefully i get some jet stuff in here even though the downstairs gonna be the man cave but there's like a peloton in here and there's like weights in here there's just a bunch of random stuff so um but for right now this is this is my this is my abode this is this is this is my house this is where i'm doing my shows from mainly because there's a desk here that i could hook this freaking thing up to which is like impossible to stay up unless you really do it right but hopefully my audio sounds better i know last week it was a little bit sketchy uh, just because from the airpods but I'm hoping with the with the uh, the mic plus whatever the hell this thing does. Uh, I'm not a tech guy, uh, but apparently it does something. Um, hopefully it helps. So first play over aggressive. Um, let's see. Okay, he's always he's he's. I, I love by the way. I love when guys wear things that are different than their teammates. Um, because it really helps me identify them like pre-snap. So he's always wearing like the, the gloves with the wristbands. So it, it, he's really easy to tell pre-snap. Like, um, I hate watching teams like the bucks cause, cause like they're, they're uh, red jerseys, with the gray numbers, hard to see the number. Um, Corey Davis was annoying sometimes because him and, and, uh, AJ Brown have similar body types, uh, which is a pain in the ass. So when players really wear like distinctive stuff, um, it was great. Like Corey Davis at certain points when we were doing it up from a pie, the only difference you can really tell obviously is the number, but if it's from the sideline view, it's kind of hard to see, um, you know, high into the sideline, not the back view, the back view is more for offensive linemen, linebackers, defensive tackles, et cetera. But 
the only like the, the difference was sometimes their socks were different and if their socks were different AJ Brown wore them all the way up to the bottom of his pants and Corey Davis had a little slit between the pants and his socks and like that's how you tell pre-snap so it's a pain in the ass um so you have a guy like Davis he really wears distinctive stuff um it's it's for me so oh pause it I'll be back in two seconds you guys won't wait any more than a millisecond all right Getting to that first play, the overaggression from the guy who wears the gloves with the wristband. Again, thank you, Davis. Um, and let's watch. High form right, weak. I don't know what the set is outside, but obviously. This is, is 83 a tight end? He's like a Y off. I don't know if he's a tight end. He looks like a tight end. And again, like sometimes he, instead of, this is where I say like he tries to shoot back side sometimes instead of letting the play out and then controlling two gaps. Um, and it hampers him in terms of making plays. Uh, here, here we see it. Um, so you got a lead zone. And instead of staying over the top, shuffling, getting hands on, making the running back make a decision, you make the decision for him. So he shoots the, the backside A-gap um, or ends up being the backside A-gap and takes himself completely out of the play. Where now, obviously, Montgomery can cut through that, the, the frontside A-gap and, and make a play upfield. Um, and it's not, it's not, this is not drastic because you have, um, obviously, the, the defensive back here. But if Robinson's able to crack him and completely take him out of the play – and Montgomery really plants and goes right here. Um, you have this guy who's uh, he's following the, the sifter, so he gets completely taken out of the play. He's he's way too late in his recognition. If he's taken out of the play, it's one on one with Montgomery and a and a safety. So it's not a huge gain, but it could have been. So again, his his patience over the top of the blocks, like letting things develop a little bit before he should shoot back side. Um, the this is the the overaggression that I that I labeled um, in the in the weaknesses. So, again, a little bit of high variance with him. Some good, some bad. Um, one play will be great. Next play will be pretty bad uh, with that type of stuff. So, because, again, when you're, when you're high variance, you, you're a risk taker. So, um, the Jets need to put him in a role where he's not as much of a risk if he is aggressive. You want to you put him in more of an aggressive role, um, make him think less and I think that's what they'll do with him. Again, I don't, he's not people. A lot of people talk about Davis and say, Oh, well, you know, people are concerned now for Mosley and he's a replacement for Mosley and all this stuff. I, I couldn't agree any less. Um, that would be a mistake. That would be a massive mistake. Again, uh, I already kind of hashed out a little bit, but I think Mosley was never a guy who was a, who, he never thrived because of his athleticism. Like he's a good athlete. Don't get that wrong. Um, but he's more of a guy who's who's upstairs uh, or really good upstairs, you know, in the mind. So I think he'll come back. I think he'll be a top 15 uh, inside linebacker. I think he'll probably, if I had to bet, still be a top 10 guy. Uh, am I maybe, do I have a little bit too much faith in Mosley? Yes, uh, maybe I do. But um, that's that's how I feel about him. I, I still think he's a good player. He's 29 years old. He had an injury two years ago. He's rested up. 
Um, obviously, if he comes back looking like a fat slob in training camp, and yeah, I'll be a little bit uh, concerned. But two years to rest from injury, if he still looks the same, 29 is not that old for a linebacker. It's really not that old in general, unless you're a running back or maybe like a corner receiver start to get that's a little bit worrisome. But linebacker, that's fine. Um, Davis Thump, again, easy to find pre snap. He's one, like, I think towards the end of the season, they started to use him on the line a little bit more, but you're typically going to see him um, as the stand up Mike or Will. Um, in this defense, um, which again, this is a bear front, so he's the mic. And uh, let's see what happens here. Again, this is the aggression taken on blocks. Um, I do like I do like the fact that he stays over top a little bit more patient right here. Uh, maybe he learned for the previous play. Uh, obviously, there have been a little bit tighter of a gap to shoot through this a gap, um, just due to the fact that the that the zero. He's getting carried out a little bit. Um, but still, I like that he stays over the top a little bit more here, which is a positive. Um, obviously, he would have really had to dip around his guy. But regardless, reads the running back, sees the running back, uh, bend the run back, and feels that blocker. He's a, he's a good feel for blockers, even if they're coming from an angle that he's not really supposed to see them. But it, like his peripheral vision is pretty good in terms of um, feeling out blocks. So he feels that block coming. Leverage, drops his shoulder, pops him. Hits the running back, um, and again he just a, he's a thumper like like uh, Avery Williamson was like that too when the Jets signed him, um, and I like that part of his game. I, I like the linebackers like the old school linebackers who when you're coming in the block and you're going to tackle by him. If, if you're a little bit of a soft offensive lineman or a soft running back, you might have that oh shit moment, um, and he provides that at times. So I, I like the I like the patience to stay over top of this run um, instead of shooting a, a gap and taking him you know self out of the play if. Cohen does bend the run back, which he does. So good job on that. And then again, um, there are linebackers who'd be completely taken out of this play or, or washed out of this play. And uh, Cohen might have had a big lane. Um, obviously, if he's if he's not here, even though this 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 uh, defensive end, whatever his outside linebacker, um, you know, takes his legs out. But still, good job engaging the offensive line before he engages him. Because if he does uh, let him engage him first, then it's going to be a uh, a play where. The offensive lineman will have more control of him than he has control of the offensive lineman. Uh, over aggression again, right here, Davis. The Mike. Don't want, I'm not, again, I, th I think that's a big reason of why the Jets are saying that he wasn't a fit with how they played him. He, I don't think he should be a Mike. I don't think he should be in, in a 3 4. Again, it's. Now, without knowing the defensive scheme, um, and, I, and I will preface this by saying, if he was just it, now, if this was a hybrid front, and he was just supposed, if he was just responsible for the backside a gap, a little bit more excusable. Um, again, but you don't know every single call. Now, if this guy, if if this uh, defensive lineman was was two gapping, then it's his fault. I do. I do want to uh, preface it by saying that. So it could be the the defensive ends or the defensive lineman's fault by just you know really selling out for that uh, for the play side uh, B gap. But if that's not the case, then it's Davis, and Davis um, obviously was way too aggressive based on how this defensive lineman is playing. Unless he's just absolutely terrible. Um, Actually, you can't really say that because either way, it's a really bad play by either one of these guys. So I'm not really you, you can't really be 100% sure here if he's two gapping or not. If he if he's not and he just B gap, then then he needs to be a lot more patient right here um, from Davis. 
Um, obviously you, you could see the speed, you see the acceleration here. Like that's, this is again. And when you're watching this, understand that he is 245 pounds. He's not, he's not a 225 pound, 230 pound linebacker. Like he's a, he's a bigger linebacker in today's league. Um, and he moves better than other, like, like linebackers who are 225 to 230. So, um, Oh, this is another playback. So it's a back-to-back plays of being over aggressive. Again, do you want to privacy by saying you're not really 100% sure if that, uh, what was he, a two, two tech, three tech, if he was two gapping or not? Again, more situations where he, sh- where he shoots backside um, instead of saying over the top. Um, and linebackers, depending on the front, you know, can, can read like B to B, A to A. There, there's a lot of different reads. Um, but just based on how this play plays out, um, you would like to see him stay over the top. Oh, sorry, this, this next play, you'd like to see him stay over the top, obviously shooting to the, to the backside of this is it, the chances of him, of him getting there, unless it's completely stuffed up front are, are minimal. Um, he takes that risk. And again, he takes himself out of the play. There's, there's really no blocker for him and he's, uh, and he, there's no blocker for him and he takes himself out of the play. So, um, ideally you'd see 68 right here, just focus backside and anything crossing his face. Does he do that? Okay. So yeah, he helps out on the defensive lineman, but again, another situation where Davis shoots the backside. So that's a trend. We've only done four plays so far and we've seen that two, three times already with the, with the one, um, what is it called? Um, uh, having that little, uh, variable. If, if that defensive line was two gapping, um, Davis right here. Counter OF. Oh, so this is a good aggression. Um, the one thing I will say about this play is obviously with the with the counter with the counter OF with the combo um, with the combo to the uh, to the backside. So um, they'd call that a, a, a combo to the thick backer. He's a thick backer for for the combo block. How they how they label it or how, as I label it. Um, and he, the, the one thing that he does do sometimes is he kind of, he kind of focuses too much on blocks and defeating that blocks before scraping over the top. Um, and times you'll see him kind of get stuck where he'll defeat the block, but he won't be in position to, 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 uh, to make the tackle because again, he, he really needs to like fully defeat it instead of only partially, partially defeating it. Um, where some guys will, will scrape over, defeat the hands. And as long as they can clear the hips, they're fine. He likes to really like set the tone and defeat guys. Uh, here you see a little bit of that where he really gets kind of into it with this guy. And then you can even see him like he, he could tell the run is going to the outside here. And instead of kind of just disengaging quickly and getting over the top to set himself up for an outside cut or whatever it may be, um, he really drops that instep, drops his hips, and and wants to completely you know shed the block and and throw the tight end before getting to the play side. So I I will um, mention that even though this is overall you could, you could see some of the strength here, um, see him stand up the blocker, and I, again. Um, he's not a guy who's going to take a playoff. Like if, if there's a guy who's not fully down yet, he is going to come in and, and try to lay a hit. I'm fine with it. Um, call it dirty, call it whatever you want. Um, I don't care. Uh, that's the, that's the way I think football should be played. If you're not down, you're going for extra yards. I should be able to hit you. And that's what happened there. Um, cool with that. So, uh, Davis Tampa two, play five. Um, he is right here again. This is a role that, and, and, you know, don't be mistaken, you know, jets cover, cover three, Quarters, cover six, cover one, cover two. 
they will be, you know, heavy three, uh, heavy quarters in, in my opinion. Um, but they will run man. They will run two. you know, all of these things. No team is like even teams who are heavy zone teams, the Seattle teams of the 2012s and stuff. Um, we're still at least like 25% man. I'm sure. Uh, I think last year um, I actually had the stats for Salah's for Salah's defense. Um, he was primarily um, zone, but like, okay, you hear there, there were heavy quarters team, which they actually were a pretty heavy quarters team. But these are some of the rates of the 49ers last year. Cover one, which is man coverage, 31%. That's 23rd in the NFL. So let's say even if it was like 25%, like that's the 32nd in the NFL, most likely, or around that area. And that's still, that's still a quarter of your plays that are, that are man coverage. So just, just note that. Uh, cover three, 20% of the time, which is 16th highest in the league quarters. Uh, 18th, which is – or 18%, which is fifth highest in the league. Cover two, uh, 15%, which is the 15th highest in the league. Um, so again, just understand you're going to be running multiple coverages. So even if they run it at 15% of the time in terms of cover two next year, you're still going to see that obviously many, many reps throughout a season. So, um, he will, I think he can fulfill this role, even though a guy in Mosley can as well, um, obviously wants to open up to the strength, which is the three receiver set and go empty right here of uh, the three receiver side. You want to open to that strength has a, the, uh, any Tampa role does that. The one thing, um, I don't necessarily love him looking back to the quarterback the entire time. Like, like at this moment, obviously he opens up to the strength. He sees he's going to be matched with a tight end who, who, uh, is running up the seam. I think he gets locked into the backfield just a quarter of a second too long. I don't like this gear down right here and then make himself catch back up to the tight end because if the ball was released, um, earlier or obviously, you know, maybe the, the, the safety was distracted, um, he could whip it. Um, to the outsider right here, and uh, he wouldn't be on his guy. Um, so I would like to see him close ground a little bit more before like looking back like that and gearing down. So I don't love that step, this kind of this false step right here. But overall, again, you see the athleticism, and overall, it's a good rep. Like, you know, I'm nitpicking right there, to be honest, um, which is what I do, but he's completely with his guy. Like, that ball, unless it's perfect. Um, now, if this is now, if this is, I think that's Trey Burton. Now, if this is Kelsey, if this is Kittle, they're going to outrun him. Trey Burton's not going to outrun him, but still, uh, you, you'd like to see him be a little more tight to him, um, up the seam right there. And again, close ground because if, if it is the back shoulder right here, which is a hard throw, but it's, it's, it's possible. Um, but just in general for, for, for you know, for future reps, you just want to see him play it a little bit better, but, um, overall he is looking back at the quarterback. So when a quarterback loads up, he is going to find him. Um, but still just a little bit more distance close would be nice. All right. Next play. Um, we see everyone see some of the chase down speed that he has, um, which is again for his size. Um, and sorry, again, just keep finding number 40. Um, he's, he's mainly going to be a, a stand up linebacker. Um, usually the mic. Um, if not, I will, I will point it out, but he's the mic here again. And another bear front, um, we have a three, three and again, just showing off some of the, some of the capabilities here, um, of him chasing guys down like this for uh, one good job getting skinny, um, through this gap and kind of just fine, like being able to avoid the hands and the little bit of like the, the dip of the shoulder right here to pet to, to again, lessen that contact window of 65 climbing up to him to shoot the gap and then find that angle. 
comes at more of an aggressive angle, sees that Patterson widens, he widens, and then chases him down. Uh, Patterson's not a slow guy. He's a, obviously a receiver, plays running back, running back, receiver, whatever it is. But um, some of the speed right here is, is really, really top-notch. Like that, that secondary acceleration, watch the step once he, once he goes right there. From here to there, watch that in full speed. It's, it's, imp- it's, it's very, very impressive, right there. Hell of a seller. That's that's I, I like that. I like that. He he can move. Um, so as a will, you can you can see him in that role as a Sam. Um, I, I could see him there too. So I think he's a little bit more versatile than just being the Sam taking on guys because with the Sam, yeah, you know, being aggressive is, is sometimes good, but you also have to diagnose more things coming at you. So I could see him in both roles for the Jets. I'm interested to see what they do um, you know, with him, depending on who they bring in. Like let's say, you know, they bring in a KJ Wright. Um, you know, they want to bring in a linebacker for the draft. Again, free agency is not over. The Jets still have $20, $30 million uh, left, obviously, with free agents or with uh, in-season costs in the draft and stuff like that. Maybe it's more like $15, $20 million they have um, to spend. But they bring in a K.J. Wright type player. Maybe you see Davis Moore as the will, um, you know, because you need to move a little bit more as the will. And, and K.J. Wright's getting a little bit older, and he can't move as well as Davis does. Now, if they bring in a guy, you know, let's say – let's just say – please God, it's not this, but you know, it's, it's a cashman who, who rolls out as a starter, you know, week one, uh, cashman would be the will. He should definitely not be a, a, uh, you know, um, a Sam, you know, let's say it's a Davis who rolls down to the box and he's playing more of the will. Obviously Davis plays a Sam, but I, I think he could play both. Um, obviously both, you know, have, uh, different responsibilities that, that we have to, um, to worry about, but let's see here. Uh, Davis hand right here, number 40, takes on block, uh, strip attempt. Okay. Ends up on the backside of this run. Inside zone lead. Fullback bounces outside with a running back, takes it inside, which is okay. Um, but Davis gets a little bit too over the top right here. Again, you want to see him see, stay a little bit more patient right here because if if this if this uh, um, the backside right tackle or if he was expecting the cutback or if he was a little bit more aware of of Davis gearing down, like a really good right tackle would see would see this moving from Davis and climb up to him. He's a little bit late. And again, if he, if he is able to block him right here, then he's kind of out of the play. And if, if 21 doesn't scrape to, you know, scrape to make the play, then it could be a little bit of a bigger gain. So I, I will just say, I, I want him to say a little bit more patient here. Um, I think he presses the play side a little bit too much, but overall, again, f- talking about like the physical traits, him ducking his helmet, taking on the block, of the offensive lineman, even though, even though it's partial, the, it doesn't have the full hips into it. Uh, but regardless, it's a linebacker versus right tackle takes it on, lowers his helmet and then is able to get in on the tackle. And you're going to see him right here. See the left hand come in, left hand come in and he attempts to rip. I like, I, I like when guys do that, especially when they're the secondary tackler um, or it's more of like a gang tackle. I, I like when they're uh, trying to, to rip the ball like that. I really do. So um, again, good job taking on the block, lowering the hips, take on it, gets the helmet under the chin, sheds and gets on the tackle and attempts to, to uh, throw the ball. Again, just uh, I would be a little bit cautious in terms of him pressing the play side a little bit too much right there. Impressive. I don't know what this is, but it just says impressive. 
again, running through film did already did Davis review. That's already queued up Rankins. Um, I did, I think seven games in 2018 of him. I have like, a, I have like one or two more games of 2018 that I'm doing. So like four or five of 19, I'm doing like four or five of the 20 as well. So, um, I'm hoping to get a big chunk of that done today. So some of these plays that I label, I'm doing hundreds of plays a week. Just did more Zach Wilson films. I think like coastal Carolina and, uh, some other team just came out that I just watched. So impressive. Oh yeah. I think I put this one on Twitter, but so that's why I put the red arrow there. That's not for you guys. I could, I could talk to you guys, but this is for Twitter. That's why that arrow is there, which is a pain in the ass. The arrows it's not, and it's literally just on your, on your recording thing. You can like try to time it and the arrow disappears after a while, but it's a pain in the ass to do it. So that's why I'm doing it all the time. But again, obviously sees the zone steps, follows the zone, um, the, uh, center there's that, there's this bubble right here. And, um, obviously the running back is going to, uh, is he going to cut up that bubble? I would recommend cutting up a bubble. Yeah. So running back attacks the bubble. Um, the center has nothing to block because you have two, three techs. Um, so it's really Davis. Um, obviously he's going to take steps to the, to the, he's take like lead steps to the play side just in case he shoots back door and then he'll pick this up. But, um, if he widens with the guard, then he's just going to, he's just going to, uh, move up to the second level, which is exactly what happens. He widens center checks that works up to Davis. And again, this is a 300 plus pound center, um, who's taking on Davis. Davis lowers his shoulder and, you know, if you're being literal, takes the center off of his feet, but he launches them. Like he, he definitely launches them. He doesn't, he doesn't pancake them, but, uh, that's, uh, that's a lot of power right here from Davis. You can see he gets low and explodes up and through him and extends it to forms and look at the center finds the running back for the tackle. Like in terms of taking blocks on and aggression, this is as good as it gets. That's top notch. There, there's, there's, that's it. There's, there's nothing else to say to that. Um, Davis Tampa. I'm gonna get. I'm assuming this is another good play. I do like him in the, in the Tampa role. He's an open to the strength. He's an open right here. He's right here. He's the Mike. Play action gets him a little bit, but he's still able to obviously get depth. He's keeping up with Allen Robinson. They run a crease concept right here. Where creep, uh, a crease is just like an opposite mills where you have the dig and the post. Um, it's just the opposite of that, where you have the, the, the post or the seam and the dig. Um, usually this, this, this post or the seam, um, is like a bender, um, or at least what I call a bender where it's either, it's, it's going to be to either it's going to be straight if it's middle of field or closed or, um, a post if it's middle of the field open. So it's a post right here, but it's a crease concept. And you're going to see Davis carry the post. Once he knows the post is going to be passed off, he's going to trust his guy on the backside right here, um, or at least of this concept, the backside of this concept, the, the deep safety. And he's going to jump on the dig. Obviously, there's a uh, the ball is, is checked down right here to Cohen, it looks like. But um, good job. I like, the, I like the moving right here from, from Davis. I like the recognition. Really sticks it, sticks the post drops to, to match the dig. Um, obviously he's putting conflict right there. So he wasn't really, really tight to the dig, but still, a, I would say a good play for what it was. Uh, Davis shoot. All right. 
Uh, right here, again, you can tell the white gloves really do help. <laughs> the wristbands, I love it. Again, I, I want to see more of this first, the first couple plays we saw, where he's more patient. But again, this is the problem with the, so you were talking about patience, and that's the problem with the 3-4 versus the 4-3 for aggressive linebackers. The 3-4, there's less guys on the line. What do less guys on the line mean? More, more linemen climb up to your level. When you have four guys on the line, and you're shooting one gap, the B gap is yours, the C gap is yours, the A gap is yours, whatever it may be. Obviously, there's, 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 sometimes there's differences. Uh, you might have the, the B and the A, even though guys are single gapping. But for the most part, generally, you have your design gap, um, and there's less linemen get, like, getting up to your level. So there's less processing, uh, a little bit less thinking in, in the 4-3. So, um, but again, here... On this play, at least he's staying patient. Like we'd see, you know, maybe a couple of, in that. What was I forget who the first game was against, but maybe he shoots this a gap. Um, but on this play, again, patient stays over the top, stays over the top, breaks down, works past a partial block, nice leverage, gets in on the, on the tackle of Montgomery. That's it. Like I just want to see more of this from him, more more of him staying lateral, being able to play multiple gaps. Um, especially in three, four looks, um, where there's gonna be more guys coming up to your level than just shooting gaps and uh, and kind of taking himself out of plays, whether it be on the front side or the back side. So, good job on that play. Uh, this is gonna be an athletic play right here. Yeah, this is just like the ladder explosion. Um, again, they just they run like a mid zone to the weak side. Again, good job by Davis staying lateral, breaking down, allowing himself to play multiple, you know, multiple plays by the running back, whether that be banging, bouncing, or, or bending. He bends it, and what does Davis do? Plants, fires, tackles. That's it. It's, I, I like the patience here, though. So just watch the explosion right here, though. That explosion, like that step, is really, really good. And obviously he thumps them, even from just a one-step acceleration. One step, one step, one. It's like it, it's almost like a hop step. One, two, tackle him. Like he brings the thump, um, quick acceleration, lateral athleticism, flexibility, top end speed, uh, power, um, leverage. Like that, that's all there. Let's see. He's in the backside. Is the will another bear front? <laughs> Jones, who cuts it back again. You have him on the backside. There are times where he's on the backside where he does play the play side a little bit too hard. You want to see him be a little bit more disciplined to the backside at times. Um, so you have to worry about that. That you know that with him as a will, um, or worry about that with him as a will. Um, so he presses the play side a little bit right here. Jones cuts it back. Again, you're going to see some of the, uh, oh, so I thought that was athleticism, but it's not. This is just where I'm talking about him pressing the backside too much as, a, as the backside backer. So presses too much, wide open gap. Wide open gap. You want to see him stay more patient right there? Make that play. Big hit. Okay. Right here. Oh, oh, is this the play he shoots like the A or B gap and absolutely destroys Jones? 
Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's fun. Uh, this is just, this is just straight up power. Um, I'm not sure what the left guard is doing right there, but that is, that is a knock on him on film. Um, because it's power, the fullback kicks and you lead. Um, that's just like one-on-one for whatever reason, he's looking to kick out too. And Davis just fills that gap. He feels out the, the concept sees open grass, sees the running back and just shoots downhill and absolutely lights him up. Lights him up. I, I did it from the broadcast view, I think, too. Yeah. Like, just great. Recognition, click and close. Like, that's, that's, that's top notch. That's, that's very nice. Very, very nice. Davis, pop in front running back. Okay, I'm assuming the pop is for the, for the offensive lineman. Alrighty. He's lined up as the will. Um, she got a draw. Jones sees the, the open, uh, backside CB gap bends the run back Davis right here on the play side. Pops extension drops his hips, pulls himself through finds the running back gets another tackle. Um, now you could argue that he, that he presses down a little bit too much right here. Um, which maybe he does. I, I would tend to agree with that. Um, but still you like the aggression again, like him for being as fast as he is and as big as he is as quick as he is just in general, him being able to take on offensive linemen the way he does is impressive. Um, for sure. Him and Avery Williamson share that trait. Uh, I liked Avery Williamson more than other Jets fans did. Uh, obviously, him getting hurt in a preseason game against the Falcons sucked, but his first game, he was good. Uh, man coverage, touchdown given up. Yeah, this is where I talk about, like, sometimes I, I notice with him in traffic, um, his pre-snap alignment, like, I, I just want to see him be more aware of the traffic, um, where a lot of, like, bunch sets and things like this, um, obviously, there's a ton of movement, whether it be, like, you know, levels, concepts, meshes, you know, spot concepts, stick concepts, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. There's a lot of traffic right here, regardless, and there's going to be somebody crossing the field, or at least in your way, most likely. So you have to be really aware of that, um, just based on the alignment, because when teams do that, they do like to flare this running back out. Um, and it's a check down where if he gets caught up in the traffic, it's an easy read for the quarterback, um, an easy secondary read for the quarterback. Um, and I just want to see him be aware of that, you know, like right here, like this, th these, these false steps, he needs to be working over the top and even cheating over the top, um, to a certain extent. Again, there's traffic. You have the, you have the, uh, you have the drag route. You have the snag, which is acting more as a, uh, a pick route, which is telling me that this is more of a, this is, this is Rogers first read, or it might be a second read. You might have, it, it's probably the, the mesh and then this, but it's one of the first reads in the progression. Davis gets stuck, catch touchdown. You, I, I want to see more awareness of, of this pre-snap of this, of this bunch set. Again, that traffic works. It's exactly what it's designed to do. First man looks. Versus any looks, really. Uh, man specifically, though. Davis' effort, his efforts, 
it's like, this is the stuff that obviously Douglas likes, uh, Salah likes, Ulbrich likes, like preaching the culture stuff. Like um, nobody on this defense will give more effort than Davis. Um, now I'm not saying other guys don't give a ton of effort. They might match him, but in terms of giving more than him, uh, I don't see how. I, I think he gives 100% effort. He really does. Uh, where is he's right here? Again, okay. So it's a it's a delayed blitz. It's it's whatever it may be. It's it's a it's a blitz in general. He blitzes. He doesn't get there. The ball is out quick on the on the dig to Adams. And you have when the ball is released, you see Davis is right here on the line. A lot of guys at this time, the ball is out. Eh, I'm nowhere close to that. Screw that. Like that happens like quite often. NFL players can play millions of dollars. I get it. Uh, they're gassed. All this stuff. Um, so it will happen. I can't kill him for it. But when you when you see when you see this type of effort, that that's why you note it. Full steam. <laughs> and I like that he comes in like a bat out of hell. Like people playing with him might be a little bit nervous that he's gonna hurt them sometimes. But I love it. Like he almost he well one he takes out twenty six right there. But thank God his leg is not really strongly planted on that left foot because his knee would have been blown out. Um, but listen, the effort and the pursuit right here. And again, you know, Adams uh, cuts it back and he just go, he, if Adams stays up right here, he's like dead, <laughs> he's dead. So uh, I love that. It's, it's, it looks funny. Uh, it takes out his teammate, but it's, that's, that's great. Uh, needs to stack. Yeah, this is where he gets distracted by contact a little bit. Like he 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 does really try to blow guys up instead of stacking them. Um, he drops his shoulder, um, and obviously when you when you drop your shoulder like this, you're really committing one, just more to one gap. Um, and in this situation, I would like to see him you know get extension, uh, work his leverage, work his hands, and and stay over the top right here. So um, I think right after this play, he actually got taken out. So I, I you know, and it could have just been by chance, but maybe the I think this is a long touchdown. Is it needs to stack? I think it is a long touchdown. Um, but again, just over aggressive right there. Blows up the center, but the running back's cutting right by you. Um, you'd like to see 58 do the same thing. You know, if there's a lot of congestion right here. You'd like to see him widen a little bit, get in front of that, but he doesn't. So Davis is over aggressive, and I think Jones hits this for a touchdown. Yeah. And then Davis is off the field for like the next like, drive or two. Davis trigger hit. Yeah, and you, th you see some of the, the volatility of, of Davis um, throughout this review so far. What did I label this trigger hit? Okay, yeah. Another draw. You have the, um, the over motion right here from the, uh, from the wide receiver. He's in an insert. Versus the safety or the 25, whatever he is, the defensive back. That's, that's, that's the catch all for the, I don't know if he's a safety or a corner, most likely a safety. Again, Davis a little more patient here. Let's it play out in front of him. Sees the gap to hit the running back, sees it where the running back's cutting, sees his track, trigger, close, hit. 
again, just more patience. I, I think they will preach obviously depending on his role with the defense, but I, I do think they'll, they'll, they'll preach that to him, be more patient because he has the speed to make it up. It's not like he's a slow guy where he has to be aggressive to make plays. Um, missed tackle touchdown. Okay. So you see this happened. Yeah. Um, obviously you, you have, you have an inside zone, uh, mid zone really depends on the initial aiming point. And well, it's, it's really the initial aiming point in his read first. It looks like he's reading um, the B gap right here initially. So you call it more of an inside zone. Um, so call it inside zone from gun. That's his first read. He's going to be outside and his eyes are going to go um, inside. Inside. Obviously, um, there's a lot of, there's a decent amount of space right there for him. And he hits it. Uh, Davis gets over the top and you'd like to see him make this tackle. But again, there's some situations where he, you know, his angles um, are a little bit over aggressive and he leaves his feet. Um, obviously in a situation like this where the running back is, is cutting up field. Um, you want to see him cross his helmet. You want to see him, if anything, be a little bit more cautious and stay over the top of this and not shoot so hard downhills for him, not run you, but he shoots too hard downhill too aggressive at an angle breaks down and, and Jones just runs right past him. He, he, he breaks the arm tackle contact balance for Jones. Um, and he stays up and runs in for a touchdown. So a little bit over aggressive right here with the angle and diving again, want to see him stay more over the top right here. Um, if anything, break down, but, it, but again, if anything, make him, make him cut back, uh, stop his momentum. So guys can get to him. You don't want to see him be too, too aggressive, which he is right here. Um, obviously. So missed tackle for a touchdown. So that's two plays that he was a big part of letting a touchdown um, up in, in this game. Um, next play. Damn, my computer's on 31%. I like just started recording. I was like, yeah, my computer's on like 90%. I should be good to record an episode, but apparently not. This does drain the shit of your computer. Uh, right here. Over top of the tight end on the boundary side. And obviously he misses the tackle here, but this is what you want to see more of the jets with the jets. You, you, you want, and obviously it's different depending on the situation. Um, but overall you do want to simplify his, uh, his reads. You do want to make him just shoot a gap. Don't, don't ask him to read two gaps, you know, C to C, whatever it may be. Um, just ask him to fill a gap, uh, freaking hair on fire. And that's your role. And that's fine. He could be a really successful linebacker. He could, he could just be a very scheme dependent linebacker. There's linebackers who could fit in multiple schemes. A guy like Mosley is a good three, four guy, good four, three guy. Um, but Davis might just be a four, three guy. That's fine. If they use him, right. I could see the, I could see success. Um, but it's going to be interesting to watch. Again, eyes in the backfield is aggressive. Sees the track of the running back. It's like an inside zone toss. It's a, it's a weird run play. I'm assuming we're going to see some of this with the Jets with LaFleur there. Um, but just a little bit of a different look. It's, again, it's, it's, it's inside zone um, blocking right here. Uh, that, that tackle overcommits to the outside with this guy so wide, at least in my opinion. Um, if they're, if, again, if it is inside zone principles and if they're teaching it how uh, Coach John – the hell's his name? John Benton, I think is his name. Teaches it. Um, he should not chase right here. If this guy widens, he just climbs. That's how he teaches it, um, which is pretty a general, a pretty general principle, especially inside the zone. But 
we'll go over John Benton a lot, especially during the season. And we see some of the, it, it's, it's nice to watch his coaching clinics. So I watch, watch his coaching clinics. And again, there are guys who like, you know, on outside zone, like really want to scoop guys or reach guys. Um, and then uh, like certain coaches, whoever it may be, I can't think of it on top of my head. And there's guys like Benton who are outside zone, but if he's going to out, stay outside and, and widen, then you, you take him where he wants to go. So it's going to be interesting to watch some of the Jets offensive line this year because we know his blocking principles. So we could really tell who's screwed up. Um, so it's going to be nice, but um, not good by 71. Again, Davis sees the open gap, sees the track of the running back, shoots. And this, again, this, this toss can just be to get the defense to overcommit to the, to the outside and, and him to hit the, hit the inside because obviously tosses are typically um, more of outside aiming gaps or, or runs. Club right here, little club to the arm. Swipe, whatever you want to call it, I don't give a shit. Clears it. And again, you don't want to see him um, necessarily stop his feet right here. Doesn't wrap up. Good balance from 28, uh, which I think that's – is 28 Dylan? I think it might be. But, um, again, you want to see him cross, obviously, you know, textbook tackling, either either scoop the legs, um, cross the helmet and drive, and uh, he leaves his feet and just takes out the one leg and he gains a, a couple of extra yards for it, but still – um, good job shooting that gap. Let's see. All right, next play. Uh, Davis, good coverage. Okay. Yeah, the coverage reps are um, – there are good reps of it. There are bad reps, and, and in coverage, you do want to be consistent. So – Cover three. He's just in a hook zone. Finds the the uh, the closest threat, which is the number two right here from the slot. Opens up to the strong side of the or uh, the strong side of the passing formation. This is really the strong side of the of the play, but you want to open up to the strength of the pass. Um, and especially in hook to, in, in this in this hook zone, um, you have two guys for this side, two guys for that side. Um, so you're gonna have a four seven. Oh yeah, four guys going. So this is just a basic cover three. And again, stays lateral, eyes on. Good positioning, eyes back to the quarterback, ball gets out. That's a that's a really simple play. I'm not even sure why that put that in there, but it's not a in terms of like his positioning and stuff. Like stays, um, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Has a good relationship to the route, and then as soon as he starts um, breaking inside, Davis does as well. But that's also because the ball is thrown, but. It's a little too simple to put in here. Davis force fumble. Right here. Another bear front. A lot of uh 
a lot of eye manipulation right here with the <laughs> with the Saints pull from the guard to get out to like arc block, pump to the running back, pump to the boundary. Tight end slips out. So like, am I going to kill him for, for seeing the pump there? And then, and then breeze looking outside and him and him, him trying to get outside. No, that's, that's, that's hard to, to, to assume your guy is going to be able to do now, like the best of the best linebackers may be aware of, of, uh, is 89 Hill. I think it's Hill. Um, maybe they'll be aware of that, but I'm not going to kill him for it. Again, sees it, closes ground, rips the ball out. I think the Saints recover. And this was like, he got this ball out, and I, get, I think the Saints recovered. Um, I watched this the first time. I really thought the ball was on the ground, but they could have had a different angle. But you see the elbow, like right there, right there. Maybe they see the ball moving a little, like right. It's like, it's so damn close, but I'm like 90%, I'm like 90% sure they called us a fumble, but um, I just like the, this isn't like a luck fumble. Like he doesn't just hit this guy and his helmet hits him. Like you could see him seeing that Hill's obviously getting tackled to come in and try to punch this ball out. He ended up just basically punching Hill in the face um, with his forearm. And then even after that, he comes in and you could see him physically rip the ball out. So like that, that effort and then second effort to get that ball out is really, really nice right there. And the ball does get out. So, hell of a job by Davis. Davis, lateral agility. Yeah, uh, he does a really good job. Um, or he has a really good ability again to defeat blocks and get lateral. Um, it's pretty self-explanatory here, but which is important for linebackers, obviously offensive linemen are going to climb. You want to be able to defeat those blocks and move left or right. Again, simple stuff. I'm not, I'm not breaking any news to you. Um, it's just an example of this. So you have the, the, the guard who steps down, like checks them, checks the, uh, the one tech, Works to Davis. Davis obviously sees the runs going away. Uses his hands. Lateral. Running back tries to cut it to the left of him. Plant. Tackle. It's just quickness. The, the, the quickness to find the running back and, and uh, his, his, his ability to move, stop, start um, is all something to note right there. Davis blitz. Okay, right here in the B gap. I do think he'll be so the Jets aren't gonna blitz a lot. Um, at least from what I know of Salah. I, I I am interested to see if Ulbrich brings a little bit more of a blitz mentality to the Jets. Um, but overall, I still I just don't think they're gonna blitz a lot, just again based on what Salah's principles are. Um but when they do, and again, with guys like, you know, Curry, Rankins, uh, Quentin Williams, Lawson on, on the line, um, they're not going to have to blitz a lot. But when that fifth guy does come, I, I do think it's going to be a lot of a lot of uh, Davis. People will say, oh, Moses is a good blitzer. Mosley, that's his biggest weakness, in my opinion. He's not a good blitzer. Um, he's just not. So 
I think that'll be Davis's role to fill if the Jets are, um, in fact, blitzing, sending five guys. So here you see him get physical with the right guard, or sorry, the center. Now, based on this design, uh, obviously you have the man blocking and these guys slot in their, in their gap protection. Uh, just based on the design, it looks like the, the Lions were trying to pull the center, um, pull the center, and then Davis going to shoot through the A-gap. Um, and have the, obviously, based on the alignment, you'd have the, the right guard work out to him, you know, uh, or just work to his right. Zero Tech pulls the uh, the center from the A gap and he shoots the A. That's not what happens. So they slide that way. So it doesn't necessarily work out. But Davis angles inside, catches the open chest of the center, power, leg drive. And this is even, and something I do want you to note too with this play is, this is even with him getting tripped, um, leg drive, leg drive. And then right here, his legs gets caught up on the, on the right guards, but he's still able to, um, maintain his power, extend, find the, the quarterback. That is something to note though. I, I really do think that's important for him to, I think he hits his leg right here, right there and right there. So he's not getting full leg power and he still is able to, to really just, uh, kind of own that center. So it's nice to see. Uh, Davis splits again. Okay. Um, obviously you want to see him maintain his balance right here. Um, again, similar situation to it just vice versa, uh, Island slide and the running back, uh, He's like cross king to block. Davis sees it, lowers his shoulder. Um, obviously, you'd like to see him maintain his balance right here. He does not. He tries to maintain it right there and die for the quarterback, but clearly um, this affects the throw, obviously. Um, if you're going to have linebacker, uh, running back try to pick up his blitzes and he's running full steam, uh, good luck to the running back. That's That's for sure. So... Um, this, this uh, nine times out of 10 on this drive concept, um, from the Falcons would be hit on the drag from, from Ryan, but because you have Davis nipping at the ankles of, of Ryan, he obviously can't get any base into the throw and it's all arm. And he, uh, he rips the ball a little bit too far. Um, and, uh, 15, which is gauge. I could be wrong. Uh, top of my head. 15 is gauge in the Falcons. Um, force running back. Okay. Right here, pressing the A gap. Yeah, see, like him, his ability to take on offensive linemen for his size is really, really impressive. They're wedge blocking. Davis versus center. Gets lower than the center, stands him up. Gets his eyes into the backfield, scrapes on the line of scrimmage, gets it on the tackle. But again, you have, you have wedge blocking and he's right in the middle of it and is able to stand up the center and then find the running back and get on the tackle is, uh, is really, really impressive. Even the other guy who is the um, 88 right here is blocking down, um, is blocking down on the D end right there. 
washes him inside a little bit. He tries to get in on the block after he gets shed. Davis trucks him over too. <laughs> There's a lot of mess right here. That's what usually happens with wedge blocks, but really good job. Or wedge blocking, just the goal line in general. There's a, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, scraps around the feet. Duo tackle. Okay. Falcons run duo. He's on the back side. The combo to the play side backer. He's left on the back side. And again, just the lateral, the, la the lateral agility right here. Good job staying on the backside. Good job not shooting gap too early. Gets over, breaks down. Is playing disciplined enough where he's not completely opening his hips up and is going to allow the cutback. Staying square, allowing him to play both sides instead of opening up and allowing the cutback. Like I just said, running back commits, he commits. Just watch the speed, just the agility of him. Yeah, that's, that's good. All right. Davis question mark. This is not going to be a good play, is it? Yeah, I don't know what the hell this play was. Remembering it again, um, you, have a, you have an ISO. And Davis sees like, – he's point, you see him pointing out the hole. Obviously, the, the aiming point right here is the B-gap. They're going to, um, you know, they're, they're isolating the B-gap. Combo, blocking down, B-gap. Obviously, that's the design of the run right here. He leads to the B-gap. Davis points it out that it's happening and then just doesn't really work downhill to fill it. Running back, like, walks in for a touchdown. So I'm not sure what the delay here was in his processing. Even though he saw it, it was just delayed. Like, he kind of he hesitated. Odd, odd play. Davis sack. Or, oh, he gets the sack. Okay, so off the edge right here. Again, this is also, I see him doing a little bit more with the Jets as a pass rusher. Standing up outside of Curry or whoever it may be, or or stunting inside or whatever it may be, but rushes up the arc, cross chop. Obviously, doesn't land, but really, really good job reducing. Look how low he is. Again, which is just he reduces his body to reduce the contact window. Dips his shoulder forward again, makes it a tougher angle for the for the outside arm of the tackle to land on the chest. Dips past it. Tries to take out the leg. Watson obviously steps up in the pocket and is nimble enough to break it. But Davis, who's on the ground right here, shows full-blown effort again, gets up and chases him down. There's there's no there's no hesitation him with him. He, he just balls to the wall all the time. You got to love it. Gets the big hit. Highlight play for him, even though he missed the sack initially because Watson Watson broke it. It is what it is. Uh, Davis wipe lat pop. Okay, so there's gonna be a linebacker. There's gonna be a lineman who comes up. He's gonna wipe the hands away. He's gonna get lateral. He's gonna pop the running back. So watch him. That's exactly what's gonna happen 
unless I'm just an idiot and that's how I label it. I don't know how to read my own labels. Yeah, it's just really quick. They run like a tight zone, a belly zone from gun. The running back is going to read inside. Zero text can commit to the to the A gap to the center's right. He's going to cut it to the A and then backside. He's reading the hat right there. Sees his hat's going to the play side, so he's going to cut it um, back even farther. Davis stays over the top, creeps down. 74 works his way up to him, works laterally, wipes the hands away, pops him. He hits hard. Like even from just like a standstill, he hits hard. Wipe, pop. He's a thumper. Got about 13 plays left. Run play 31. I'm going to pause it because I need a charger. All right. Next play. Let's see. If you see me sliding around a lot, it's this freaking stupid wheelie chair I got in this hardwood floor. Not used to it. I've uh, got to get used to my spot. I'm used to the rocking chair if you followed since that, that long ago. Uh, run game pop right here. They're going to run to the weak side? Yeah, I had a feeling. I'm going to attack that bubble. This is the bubble. And again, um, <laughs> you you have the guard who I would argue, or I would be, I've been strong in my argument with, he overcommits to the backside right there. But overcommits, Davis reads the run. This is a situation where, again, like sometimes if, if the running back was really able to hit this hole hard, Montgomery, um, he might, he's probably going to break an arm tackle of Davis. So this is, this is a good play, but also a bad play where I would like to see him stay over the top a little bit more here. Like, like just, just get in front of the running back. Um, and the, the lineman's probably not going to be able to even climb to you. So I would like to see him get a little bit more to the play side right here. Instead of like he, and again, it's a little bit ticky tacky um, because he does, you know, take on the block, get low, work off his insteps, get his elbows tight. Uh, yeah, nice tight elbows, hands inside, pops him, lifts him up, finds the running back, explodes, tackle. Good play. But being nitpicky, if he was able to hit this hole hard, um, which he is able to hit, hit it relatively hard, but if, if he hits even harder, and he gears down like that to, to, to contact the, the lineman, um, he might work past him. So something to note. Speed, okay. All right. All right, so there. Inside zone from gun. Obviously, at the penetration from 97, Davis is going to. Uh, he's just reading RPO. He hesitates a little bit. Like he, he's a little bit slow in his processing that the quarterback does not have the ball. It takes it takes him an extra split second right there. Notice he doesn't have the ball. Makes his way to the play side, and you're just seeing him chase down the running back and uh, and get on the tackle. Another thump right there. So that's that's the delay. It's it's because it's because of the of the RPO fake 
Um, and it looks like there was an RPO there in general. So that's the hesitation from Davis. Once he figured that out, again, you'll see the speed. Like that second, the secondary speed he has, like once he plants and really wants to fire and go, like right the, these steps, really impressive. I already said that a couple of times, but every time I see it after playing in slow-mo uh, for a little bit, it's really nice. Laps. Team. Yeah, there's just too much delay for him to get into coverage right here. Like, I don't, I don't want to see him stay so shallow and just, just be staring at the quarterback the entire time. Slant right behind him. And obviously, you know, in a situation like this, like you want to gain depth, um, there's not going to be too many routes you're going to be able to stay in front of when you're only, you know, three yards from the line of scrimmage. So the hesitation right here, I don't like it. I want to see him get more depth. Um, you know, ideally like that, like right around like 10 yards ish, depending. Um, but typically like 10, 10 to 12 yards, find your threat. He hesitates too long, stares at the quarterback, doesn't find the threat, slant right behind him, and he, he's, not, he's not in position to make the play on it. Ten plays left. Um, hands truck, okay, he's right here. Again. The right tackle just works, just, he works his angle just to cut him off. Keep him to the backside. Davis, lateral agility. Keeps himself in front of the block. Hands on. Right there. Good tight elbow again. Hands on. Scrape in the line of scrimmage. Finds the running back. Speed. Big shot. So, good quick lateral step. Good job using the hands. Like, he's, he's definitely got a job. He does a really good job using his hands against linemen. That's for sure. Really good hand work. Extend. Keep the left hand on and keep him off of him. Propel himself. Speed shot. Okay. Lack aware. Right here. On the backside again. Yeah, see, like there's just some scenarios like where he's on the backside where I don't like how 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 he approaches his line of scrimmage. Like he needs to just stay more patient. Um, again, right here, you have a, you have a, a, um, a mid zone, 12 personnel. And again, especially this team is who the hell is 32. Is that Lewis? No, Evans, Rashad Evans, Rashid Evans, right. From like the hell's at school. App, not Appalachian state, like some mountain school, right? Am I completely wrong? Am I wrong? I got to Google that now. It's going to piss me off. What freaking school is that? Evans, Darrington Evans, is that his name? Darrington Evans, Titans College. Appalachian State, all right, I was right. I didn't think that was right, but apparently it is. So again, the running's going away from you. You don't, like this is just, this is, this is, a, this is a mental lapse. Like there's, there's, there's just no way around it. The run is going away. It's a wide track for the running back. Why is he going inside? 
Like he needs to stay over the top right here again, get lateral, get his hands on just in case of the cutback, but he, he can't, he can't press the line of scrimmage and kind of like fill the backside B gap right here. Like he, he really takes himself out of that play. So yeah, you know, the running back gets tackled all this stuff, but I just don't like the mental processing right here um, to stay so, show, uh, so shallow and basically take himself out of the play. Like he does not give himself a chance right there. He needs to stay over the top again while being able to work a lateral, you don't, you don't want to jump too far to the play side, but you want to at least allow yourself to play the, to play that if, if uh, he continues to, to work his way upfield. So uh, TD given up. He's right here. Let's see what it is. Yeah. Um, you want to see him get in front of AJ Brown right here. Obviously that's his threat. You know, you have a safety behind you or defensive back behind you, most likely a safety. So if he is going to um, work his way vertically, that's the safety. Your job is to wall him off and stay in front of him to, to obviously cut off the route and make him work his way through more traffic into the safety. What does he do? Stays way too flat, feet are completely frozen, and tries to get in front as he's crossing his face. He needs to, he needs to position himself inside now. Like He's already angling towards you, get inside now. The hesitation there is not good. Just that extra split second, this, not good. Jump inside. Make him, make him work, uh, work um, you know, vertically towards that safety. Wall him off. Doesn't wall him off. Outruns him, catch, touchdown. Can't, that can't happen. It just can't happen. Uh, three plays. Oops. Okay. I guess I didn't. Oh yeah. I didn't mean to do three plays here, I guess. So he's right here. Again, just a scenario where like, it looks like he's almost. Um, I'm calling for a mulligan. Cause I don't know. I can't tell by the rest of the look. It looks so I will say it looks like zone. So I want to see him gain more depth. He could have been, in a man look on the on the running back, but it does not appear so. Could have been, if I had to guess, I would say he's in his own look and he stays too shallow, but I'm calling for a mulligan. Um, next play, he's right here again. He's going with a double wristband now. A new look. These are just three plays right in a row, so... so. Inside zone with that with that fake end around the orbit. Presses the line of scrimmage. Widens. Tackle on Fournette. The next play, third in a row. Yeah, so like again here, gains his depth, checks his threat, but then looks back to the quarterback. Like, I don't, I don't like, I don't like that in zone coverage when guys check their threat and then stare back at the quarterback. Like now you just know where he is. So you're instinctively going to like magnetize to him. Like I rather have him drop back, find the threat, close distance to the threat. And while you're, while you're a yard or two away, closing distance, you check the quarterback real quick, but you get, get your eyes onto the threat. Like obviously depending on the look, whatever it may be, you want to be like more like 90 on the threat, 10 on the quarterback. Like you don't want to just check your threat and just stare at the quarterback, like spot dropping again. And what happens is because of that, he's staring at the quarterback. 
Tom Brady pumps him. And what does he do? He's lost because he's not, he doesn't close ground. Crosses his face. Boom, ball is delivered. He needs to get on him. Don't just drop back and find him. And, okay, now I, you know, now my eyes are on the quarterback the whole time. So he's staring at the quarterback way too long right there. Okay, uh, six plays. Tackling traffic. Right here. Yeah. All right. Pretty similar to what we've been seeing. Obviously, you guys are starting to get the trend of uh, Davis inside zone. Ooh, going a little heavier right here with an extra tackle. Inside tight zone. Cuts it to the backside A. Left guard works up to Davis. Davis, again, drops his weight, hands on, pulls, finds a running back. Again, for a guy who's 245 pounds, his ability... So not only like take on linemen with, with good tight elbows, hand placement, leverage, like even in not ideal situations like this, like his power to just stand up, like he gets, he gets caught first here. Like look at a lot of times where a, a lineman lands or hands to your chest like this, you're, you're getting, you're getting completely washed. And he's able to just fight through that contact shed and get on the tackle. Like he is, um, the combination of, of speed and power that he has is, is I can see why he's a first round draft pick. That is for damn sure. I didn't, I didn't watch him at that moment, but Davis not closing distance. I'm assuming this in coverage on Bray. Yeah. A little, he does that a little bit too much for me. Like he he'll drop back and just let guys just sit right under him about like five yards. Like, like there's always easy completions underneath of him. Like I, I get him wanting to gain some depth with, with when it's your only threat close some distance. You don't have to get completely on the guy. But that's a little bit too much. Like if you wanted to check down to Bray right there, it's a catch for, you know, five, six, seven yards. Like if it was, if it was a third down play right there and it was third and 10, I get it, but it wasn't, I should have listed it, but I remember it wasn't Davis, not closing distance. Again, two is just back to back plays open up, opens up to the strength. Godwin, who runs a snag, again, similar situation, sees, the, sees him coming, looks back, doesn't close distance. If anything, he's still, he's still gaining distance. So when he's opening up like this and he sees a threat coming to him, what do, you, what do you want to do? Plant and get towards him. But he just he's, he's too okay with, with just making the tackle and guys getting underneath of him. You can't have that. He needs to close that distance. Four, shoot, miss tackle. Okay. Right here. They have their backup quarterback in. We'll see another duo. 65 is late to, uh, to peel off and, and pick up Davis. Davis does a good job seeing the open A-gap, seeing the track, seeing the mesh point, shoots the A-gap. Great job. Hell of a job by Davis shooting. But he misses the tackle. Uh, is this a bad tackle attempt? No, not really. He, he got hit. Um, was a little bit off balance and looked like he might've tripped over the, the, the offensive. Yeah. He hits the offensive lineman's right foot right here. So he's not on balance. So 
Um, I'm not going to kill him for that missed tackle because of, of this right here where he trips. Um, but still a good job shooting. And then uh, obviously, which ends up leading to a, a run stuff for the, for the defense. So um, good job just taking that open gap and shooting it, which is, again, what you want to see him do with the Jets. Davis truck for more plays. <laughs> Again, just the power. This is just power versus the offensive lineman. Mid zone. Center works up to him. Lowers his shoulder. Really condensed. That was the center. He's expecting that contact, but power just rolls that off of the center. Center ends up on his face, on his on his back, spins. Whips the eyes around, finds the running back tackle. Really good power. It's, it's that's that's abundantly clear in this review. The power and the speed and athleticism is all, all there. That's this is all the reason he's a first round pick for sure. Just the mental side of the game needs a little bit more development or just simplified roles, which is again what I think the Jets mean. Take on crack right here. Now he's double arm banded it up. Counter OF. Tight end works down him on the crack. Davis sees the crack coming early, lowers his shoulder, throws the forearm out, acts as a shock absorber, um, which it really does. Absorbs the shock, stands him up, finds the running back tackle. And I think he actually gets up and talks shit to him too. Like right here, like he like finds him and starts to talk shit to him. Yeah, like right here, and I I should have ended it, but he's he's talking some smack. Definitely high effort player. Uh, they talk about his leadership, his his uh, first one in, last one out type guy. Like he's that guy. He just needs more processing speed. Oh, that's what he did. Yeah, he took off. He took off the uh, gloves. Now he has taped fingers. That's that, was that the difference? Good job taking on that block and finding the running back though. Last play. Uh, Davis distracted. All right, so we end on a negative. Right here. Hide behind the goalpost. Uh, one back power. Right tackle. Combos the three. Works to, works to the backside. Davis, again, he once he sees guys coming to block him, like that's his primary job. Like it's not, it's not a secondary thing from like once he sees a block coming, that's what he thinks about, and that's it. Once he defeats that, then he'll find the running back. That's that's a lot of what he does. Um, some obviously there are reps that I showed in this that were not that, but a lot of it is. Sees the block coming, lowers his shoulder, takes on the block, and the running back's cutting backside where he was where he was. So again, I just want to see a little bit more patience right here to take on this block. You know, find like keep your eyes in the backfield, stay more lateral, get your hands out, but. Don't just see this block and just completely take your eyes off the run and say, okay, that's it. I'm taking on that block. Like again, for the situation is, you know, is the running backs play side, you know, up through this area? Yes. So does Davis want to close ground on that area? Of course. But does he also want to stay patient and disciplined to be able to, to maintain any, any backside cuts? Yes. So you have to do all those things. Linebacker is not an easy position. Gets distracted by that contact, takes on the block, and the running back is backside for a big game.
Um, so that's it. Again, uh, a lot of the positives, a lot of the negatives in there. Um, simplify his role, you know, Tampa man coverage. She definitely has the ability to do it. There weren't any like crazy good examples of it um, that looked like really flashy that I want to put on here. But overall, you could do that. Sim- uh, simplified coverage, blitzing, taking on blocks on the strong side, I think are all things you could do. Um, do I want him as a you know, uh, a mic backer having to read multiple keys, reading C to C, B to B, anything like that. Uh, no, I, I don't. I want him responsible for one gap, taking on one, uh, one guy, lowering his shoulder. Um, and I think he'd be successful, uh, successful with the Jets. Um, it's, it's a decent sign for me. Again, there are some other guys out there I would have rather had, but um, if he comes in and he throws with the Jets, I, I get it. Again, I see, I see what they see. Um, I'm just not as confident as him working out to be a decent linebacker. Like I was a fan to be a decent tackle. Uh, that's my opinion. I appreciate everybody for listening again, drop those reviews, um, live stream on Monday, chat with us, maybe call in, uh, drop some super chats. One, we'll get to your question. And obviously we appreciate the donation. It could be $2. It could be five. It could be 10. It doesn't really matter, but it definitely does support the show, uh, supports the website. Um, after that Davis will be out. Uh, like I said, Rankins, and then we will probably have Joyner or Cole, and then we're going to have both Fields and Wilson, all that coming before the draft. After it, um, I'll be doing a live stream with Sabo and Nania. Oh, also something that I I forgot to mention, uh, second day of the draft, the second round, the the second and third round, the, what is it, 7 to 11 at night, I'll be live streaming with Kyle Smith. So we'll be doing a four-hour live stream during that, watching the draft all together. The Jets are most likely going to have four picks that day, a second round, maybe two second round picks and and two thirds, or one second and and three thirds with a Sam Darnold trade. I'm assuming he's going to get traded for a second or third round pick. Um, I'm still hopeful and i think it will be a second round pick you know a late second from you know the bears or the saints or the steelers or one of those type of teams um so that's something else to to note down uh if you want to join us for that for that second and third round of the draft appreciate you guys uh i'll see you um in a couple days on the live stream six o'clock on monday